Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today, we're probing into Season 17, Episode 4, The Mystery of Mount Shasta. Wee! <laughs> I'm a Shasta Blaster. Shasta oh, yeah. Blaster. Well, we never could afford the real soda, so we always got Mouse Shastas. Aussies <laughs> and Shastas, baby. Uh, that's, that's my, my new country favorite. album. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm, I'm going to go, go and turn down, down my voice because Joey's running the board solo here tonight. Hold on yes. one sec. And kill the tunes. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. baby. <laughs> Wait, did you kill the tunes? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, yeah, the tunes do sound light. Do they sound normal in your headphones? They do. They do. Which is weird. Maybe we need to boost that a little bit because on my end, mm. way over here, not but 30 miles away, it sounded a little bit lower than I would have expected. Uh, but I feel like when we play it back on the show, it's fine, right? Like when uh, we yeah, listen back. Yeah. In the, okay, then never mind. Sorry. I'm, I just switched seats from uh, Steve's. Uh, Stinky seats. Yeah, broken smells seat. Like, smells like prosciutto farts, his seats. Oh, yes. All the finest of classes. <laughs> Am I echoing or, or having some weird effect here still? I'm having uh, a little bit of sound you, effect still, I think. Huh? You might have my other mic on, or you didn't turn the other sound effect off. So Ooh. if you go to column two, so the one right next to you, turn the gain, all the, the very bottom knob, all the way backwards, counterclockwise, it should kill that mic. Got it. Oh, that's better. Way better. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was level, not gain. Level is the bottom row. So. Or whatever. Yeah, I get them mixed up, but it's fine. We keep all our fights on the show. Yes. Uh, and that was a yeah. vicious one, my friend. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm sitting here in old Casa de uh, Jojo uh, with a ghost chair that smells like prosciutto farts. And uh, it's kind of funny because if anyone had prosciutto farts, it would be me. Cause I yeah. Can't tell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, welcome to a uh, not a classic Monday night recording. We're uh, on a Thursday here. We're recording remotely and there's no twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens. But usually Monday nights, you can go to twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens and chat along with us as we record. Go on a little chat about chat uh, about not to be yeah. confused with chatabate.com. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where you can get the hottest women, men, and trans women and men <laughs> <laughs> to chat debate along with you. Uh, Mostly uh, just men. Yes. Um, and uh, you In can all also, their lovely forms. There's also <laughs> those ads that uh, challenge you to, they're usually showing like uh, Mass Effect or Final Fantasy characters fucking. Right. And it says, this porn game. Will make it so you can not come in five seconds or yeah. whatever. <laughs> I dare you to not finish in less than thirty seconds. Uh, I think we talked about this before, but it's like who's who's competitive edge? Competitive edging, huh? Right. Whose competitive edge is being like whose hackles are going up and going? I'll show them that, right? Like, right. <laughs> that I'll oh, I've this longer see this than yeah. five seconds. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty hot, tall order. <laughs> Got to use that numbing cream, you know? Yeah, I feel like this is like one of those um, things at the fair where they, they just know you're always going to try and lose. <laughs> you got to flex on your lady if she's there. Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's Thursday. Sorry for missing Monday. Uh, Steve had some wedding, uh, last minute wedding things to take care of. 
um, you know, wedding things. Yeah. So uh, it's coming up in what three weeks, basically. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. And Pretty then narbone. With, yeah. the narbone. current situation, we're trying to be extremely cautious. So, yes. oh yeah, and we're we're yeah. remote recording just because. Uh, yeah, Steve and his fiance do not want to risk Omicron coming in yeah. as uh, walking his his future wife down the aisle. You know, yeah. big, that's big my job, buddy. Robot. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> I get prima nocta, you know yeah. that, right, buddy? Prima octone. <laughs> yeah. Omna. <laughs> that means he gets the first, the first chance to always like omni fuck your right. future wife, right? Because right, right. prima omna. It's always the C. first, whenever he wants, because it means infinity. So see. Uh, Infinifuck, but uh, yeah, it's uh, we wanted to make up for Monday, not miss an episode. We'll probably do this again on the regular Monday. real Monday, not a fake Monday like Thursday, uh, where the God of Thunder tried to pose as uh, Heidi Montag from uh, Laguna Beach uh, long yeah. ago in ancient times, and that's why they call Thursday Thursday. Um, same, same, and Monday she got to keep it, uh, especially after both boob enlargement and boob reduction not really reduction just removing the breast implants uh to cool. be healthy and more normal so um she and uh spencer are still still uh together i guess raising kids so do you even know who i'm talking about no i yeah. uh, from the show laguna beach <laughs> that or show laguna beach yeah, yeah she was uh she was like the the bad girl one that was always mm. whatever so uh, well, apparently those were the losers of that school because they i think they went through like two or three other groups that turned them down Oh, wow. They were like, that idea sounds lame. We don't want yeah. you following us around. Wow. Well, in that school, we played against them in football, and mm-hmm. they always thought we were their rivals, and they sucked, so we never really considered them competition even, but they acted like it was a big rivalry game, and they would always lose because they're losers. They were just looking to meet to you guys, right? Exactly. Well, <laughs> they changed their name to the Breakers, but they used to be the <laughs> Laguna Beach Artists. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> And there's certain things that rhyme with lag guna that then people would <laughs> oh, alter no. and call them. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure you said fartists too, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> easy, easy lamp. Oh, um, lag guna. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of lag it's over there, huh? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, well, I'm glad that you guys uh, destroyed them. In yeah, exactly. That was the video. So there's video my dad took. Mm-hmm. Um, because they had some monst- like yeah <laughs> some again i can't remember where it is or or all the fun things but they had some like 350 pounds some huge guy right on on the offensive line mm-hmm. and then this other the offensive guard and like wherever they went that was, was called the strong side so they would jump okay. left and right my job was to follow them mm-hmm. and just gum them up or that guy was super slow so you know, I was very quick, so I could sack the cornerback or get back there. But so I was following him all game long, right? Mm. And then um, at one point, he's just like holding me and just like starts like headbutting me like a bunch. <laughs> so I finally break off, whatever. And then he like does it like once or twice. He's just being a dick. Is that legal? So, no. Yeah. Um, just starting a fight. So then, <laughs> so then one of the the things he starts doing it again, and I just like go to punch him in the stomach as hard as I can, but I hit him right in the nuts. And my dad has it all on film (laughs) and he just like 
out of a movie just like bends over, falls down. Oh. <laughs> uh, and we intercepted the ball that play. So we oh, were run- wow. then like ran it back. And again, my dad's like, dude, what? <laughs> that weekend, we probably watched that clip like 20 times. We just Because <laughs> then the guy goes back to um, the sideline. He's all pissed off and like oh. throws his helmet. And like they're trying to say I was cheating all this stuff. I was like, because being a fucking asshole. And yeah, then again, butting you. <laughs> right. And just like, yeah, holding and all this stuff. And then, like, again, later in the game, we intercept the ball. And then he's, like, lowfully running after the person. And my one buddy just full sprint knocks him out, like, <laughs> flat on the ground. <laughs> just cold cocked from the side, which wow. is actually illegal now. But, um, yeah, that was pretty funny, too. Wow. And then it was a classic again, me running and just kind of looking straight down at him and then going <laughs> Very uh, jingle all the way. You were like, oh, yeah. oh baby. Yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you could faintly hear him go, hey, fuck you, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because his voice was higher because of the ball hit. You know? Exactly. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. So that's my memories of Laguna Beach. Nice. Uh, make sure and for more high school football wrestling uh, and homoerotic stories just like that. Uh, make sure and support the show at patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens for two more podcasts, two exclusive podcasts every month for only five bucks. There's about 10 or 11 of them in the free feed here labeled as Patreon peaks. You got uh, adventurous ghosts, which is our ghost adventures podcast, pretty much the same format as probing ancient aliens, but for the travel channels, uh, extra popular, extra hunky, ghost adventures uh their most popular show so uh and then we have a uh, probing deeper where we probe a few knuckles deeper into subjects related to uh aliens ancient aliens the people on ancient aliens ghosts uh Ernest, not hemingway <laughs> Ernest B. Worrell, uh and uh every every little bit of high strangeness uh in between so um also i'm curious steve you sound perfect in my headphones but okay. Your, if you can see your, uh, yeah, your I don't know why those powder. are so high. So, and it's because, and I sound fine in mine, right? So, I guess we'll just have to fucking wait and see. So, yeah, um, it's we're too far into it now. So, uh, well, and also mine's like moving faster than yours. It is. Maybe it's your new mic. Your different mic is different than tracking different. I don't know, or maybe because I'm the lead in this oh, Zencaster thing or something. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. Throw me off, but again, worst case, we'll we'll figure something we'll out. We'll fuck with the levels afterwards. Um, yeah. But uh, and then uh, if you like our show and want to wear our logo or play some disc golf dis- discs and uh, play play the discs, you can play the old drum set out of them and play a very flat but cool sounding, uh, yeah. kind of like Broadway stomp uh, style, exactly. drum or just set. you know live the thick Nick life and just go play disc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we played jazz. I love that we've only started pointing that out now. <laughs> like having well, I've thought of that for yeah. I've always ago. noticed it, and then yeah, now we're finally <laughs> everyone Matt just and I played disc this weekend. Yeah. Old Rado, uh, I did. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go to blackholesupplycompany.com for probing ancient aliens merchandise, disc golf disc, disc golf apparel. Uh, the merchandise, or sorry, the apparel. Well, it's, yes, it's the merchandise too. The apparel has. <laughs> either our logo on it, uh, which is also exclusive artwork by our friends or, or, uh, the disc golf shirts, uh, or whatever disc golf designs you can put on whatever you want, have, uh, exclusive art by our friends too. So exactly. Um, it's a real brand. My friends, right. uh, you know, remember the slogan, 
don't go out nude, shop blackholesupplycompany.com. <laughs> and get wet. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. Blackholesupplycompany.com. Hard enough. There we go. <laughs> Someone will come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, Steve cracking up, cracking open a 14% barrel hey. aged out and fucking guzzling it down right now. I don't have to drive nowhere. <laughs> um... We have a little segment here that we like to call Reaching for the Stars, where we ask you, the little prolapstronauts out there in radio land and podcast land, to give us five-star ratings on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever your uh, favorite podcast service that allows you to give star ratings. Review us in the comments of that rating and read it. We will read it on the air and give you a shout-out, just like, and I haven't even clicked the fucking link, but Bobandy, I think, is the one and only for this week. There well, might be one we, more. We got a cast box here as well oh, nice. from cool. yesterday. Cool. Call, 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 call. Um, yeah, so let me, I'll do Bo Bandy's and you can do the cast box. There. Okay. So, uh, Bo Bandy, our number one, truly number one super fan. He's top tier Patreon supporter since day one. Uh, he says five stars, last minute review. <laughs> I love the picture of this paints. Uh, just had to pull over to write a five star <laughs> review for my boys. Thought I would try something different this time and regale everyone with some poetry. Uh, roses are red, violets are flowers. You should binge listening to probing ancient aliens for hours and hours. You're welcome. There you go. <laughs> You're welcome. The kind uh, I, auto, I auto corrected for him on a couple things, but uh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. nice. Oh, that's a class. You should bring listening to probing ancient aliens for hours and hours. What it said. <laughs> so, uh, thank you, Bob. I love you. Mm. Uh, and then go ahead with the cast box. Okay, let me bring this back up here. Okay, it's from Mike Davis yesterday at 6 a.m. Ooh, the witching hour. Five stars, mother, or sorry, five stars, fuckers. Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. <laughs> this is an excellent show from the 45-minute banter at the beginning of the show, ranging from weddings to masturbation to insightful comments on the actual show, including the very well-done imitations of the main characters, all around a great time with colorful characters, telling childhood stories generally consisting of stealing some sort of porn. Uh, <laughs> Joe, uh, I usually listen to you on Spotify, but since you can't leave comments for things on there, here we are. Try not to sit on your pink socks. Cheers. Mike from Canada. <laughs> Thank you, Mike from Canada. Which I thought they said Spotify was going to start letting you do that now. Or is it just yeah, they, ratings like stars? Yeah, it said it said ratings are live. So maybe it is just star ratings. I don't know. Because well, I also, can't let me find them on there. Yeah. Well, maybe it's a beta cuck um, type situation. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like you have to have a certain listenership or something. No, it's like in beta, right? So maybe only certain oh. shows or certain, but <laughs> <laughs> like they're trying um, to cut people. Exactly. Uh, and in Canada, obviously it's a whole other, whole other world up there. Got it. A whole other world up there. Can't say that anymore either. Let's see, uh, no real crazy news this week. There was some, uh, trickle ins. Oh, sorry. The, sorry. The biggest news by far is the successful deployment of the James Webb telescope. So uh, a few weeks ago, there was some uh, huge scares because they've been developing this. They've been building this telescope for like 10 years or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it kind of had a one and only chance to once it's out in space to like deploy correctly, which it did uh, a couple weeks ago. It had some issues even launching properly. And so they shut it down. Nothing really was damaged. They fixed the thing that was not, you know, firing or something like that. Mm -hmm. It took them a few weeks. They launched it successfully. And that thing 
is some exponential amount uh, higher defi- higher resolution and you know with telescopic power uh, mm-hmm. than the Hubble. So it's going to be Hubba. able to Hubba, 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 Hubba. <laughs> <laughs> uh, They say that it's going to be able to see galaxies we've never seen before in uh, and also in time that we've never seen before because it's going right. to be able to see further back in time the closer you get to the like center of the we'll probably feed it back to us quicker. Right. And yes, it all, it has better yet data transfer, all that fun stuff too. Yeah. So, um, so it'll be really, really interesting new age of space imagery to come. So, because someone will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's always good uh, jackets made from transfer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's the warmest. <laughs> um, other than that, where since we're not Twitch streaming tonight, uh, I think we can give it to, mm, I mean, we can reward the consistency of Bobandi I was gonna and say. the money, or we can give it to Microcap. Let's, let's, hey. Bobandi is going to ask us, how you doing, Steve? How you doing, Joy? I'm doing great. Um, Are you having yeah. beer? I am having beer, actually. Oh, I have what the, you, uh, what you got? the hedge witch, the hedge witch here. Ah. Um, getting ready for the weekend, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Thursday somewhere some sometime <laughs> it's the morning I guess and, and time to wake up uh yeah no doing good we had the old bachelor party this weekend um so thank you again for all of that it was quite a adventurous and fun trip um yeah very low key it was good um yes. just we pretty much disc golfed most of the time as we drove up the old Paso Robles. So we did uh, two the majority courses. of the daytime hours. I would say, yeah, we're disc golfing. Right, 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 right. Um, so yeah, we hit a couple courses in Santa Maria on the way up there. Uh, checked into the house over on Castora Wines. Lovely property there. Mm-hmm. Uh, had some beverages, had the barbecue that night, and that was super good. Yes. Uh, then, yeah, played Jeffrey's a few more courses. Yeah, Jeffries. Yeah, exactly. In Pesco, I wish, I wish I'd gotten more stuff with try. I should have just fucking because I was like, oh, they're getting something with tri tip. I'll try it. Maybe if I'm still hungry, I'll get whatever. But I was like, let's right. try a variety. I was like, I should have just it, the the stuff the pulled pork and the brisket I had were good. Yeah, but that tri tip was like melt in your mouth. Like that was crazy. Exactly. So, yeah, and that was on fries because yeah, when Brad got that, I was like, oh, I'll just have the tri tip via that. But to your point, I'm like, oh, it was cr- they like chopped it up and then they like yes. made it even more crispy. Yes. Uh, and that was like super good. Um, and yeah, the cookie finish it off for the night that night, delicious. Um, and it, yeah, that house and property overall was just super cool. And then that yes. Italian dinner uh, Saturday night was super tasty. So. It was uh, good trip. And then, yeah, Sunday we just jammed home. There's zero traffic. So, yeah, which was very um, nice. Super good. Unfortunately, uh, Gorsh Jorner did test positive with COVID yes. the night yeah, before. Yeah, we were, all, we were all testing, yeah, the night before and morning of, and he was already positive anyway, like the full day before. So, yeah, uh, that was that was money down the drain for him, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, and your brother, too. So, yeah, well, he didn't test positive, but he was just right. he got, he was uh, concerned. Exactly. So yes. he backed out at the last yeah. second. There, it does, which... He doesn't seem doesn't seem like he was he got sick, right? Because I think no, he was no. sharing snowboarding pics Snowboard. on exactly. Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna do his own thing. It's yeah. fine. Um, whatever. Again, whatever anyone's comfortable with, I don't care. You know. Um, but yeah, looking forward to to the upcoming fun here. Just yeah, final stages of wedding planning, and then yeah, we're going down to. Cancun, Mexico for the old honeymoon. So, right. Yes. Um, which I forgot. That unfortunately, oh. 
Chichen Itza is an option, exactly. but also is like an entire extra day that you'd have to plan yeah. for that. It's literally 12 okay. hours where it's like, show up here at 730 in the morning and we'll get back at 730 at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which again, if we were there probably like two or three more days, maybe <clears throat> it just sounds like a lot of driving <laughs> for one day because it's like drive here, stop, eat, drive. Then you're only there like maybe two hours or something, Oh, wow. which even then it's like that's gnarly. Good and bad because you're like you're with a tour guide and then you get like another chunk of time for like just roaming around freely. Right. Which I think that would be boring, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You'd want to. Because I've like, done that. Yeah. 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 Not at Chichen Itza, but just places where it's like, hey, go have free time. It's like, but I don't know where to go. I don't have right. the access if to get things. If it's not a well-placked exhibit of some kind, then it kind of sucks, you know. Yeah. If you're not getting actual information. Uh, right. Because you're just kind of walking around a pyramid, I'm assuming. So like when we went to Europe, it's like, oh, let's go to this cathedral and like the tour is the best part, but you can like walk around and see all the stuff. But again, that's like 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Right, right. This is uh, uh, six hours and then hanging out right. and then six hours back, which is crazy. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, so anywho, so yeah, so we won't be doing that, but there's a lot of other fun, fun, much more relaxing <laughs> uh, activities planned. So. Have you got, have you ever been down to Cannes? And I won't say the last syllable because it's I inappropriate have nowadays. not. Okay. Uh, I believe not. Uh, so yeah, it should be nice. Hopefully I actually, I should probably start checking the weather, but again, I'm assuming it's going to be nice and warm. Yeah, a lot it's... of big snowpack coming in Cancun. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I got the hurricane. Oh, <laughs> un, un. Uh, but yeah, well, so that's un. How about that? Pinko, yeah. Apostrophe. Yeah. Panko crusted. It's cankle. It's, it means beach of the cankle. Mm-hmm. A lot of heavy set uh, women there. But. The wettest beach. Mm-hmm. Um, from Sweden. only women can have cankles, by the way. Exactly. <laughs> Men just have blown out knees at that point. We've all, we've all seen them at uh, Comic Con. I'm sure you've seen male cankles at uh, Magic mm. Gathering tournaments. Oh, yeah, like that by the boatload. So yeah, male cleavage, yes. uh, top and bottom. Yes, <laughs> both there. Uh, people will want like once every two years. I will see that uh, GIF slash video of like the the big dude that's just kneeling down, right. uh, like a rap album cover with all the people whose butt cheeks are sticking out of their pants. Yeah, he, yeah, he got banned for life from going to events <laughs> because of that. <laughs> that's so stupid. Well, cause he's like making fun of like yeah. magic, the gathering, that community is very like pro everything. So if you're uh, there and making an unsafe space by making fun of people, they're like, well, they do not inclusive, right? Like they're very much. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time, big time. But it's, I mean, uh, I always thought, I always took that as like, well, he's a big guy too, that like was poking fun at probably like himself right. as well. You know, I don't know. Whatever. But well, but again, it's like, think there's like some big fat nerd who's probably been made fun of his whole life. And now some true. guy's posting pictures of his ass on the internet. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. At first I was like, oh, and then when I thought about it, I'm like, I, yeah, I get where they're coming from. Like <laughs> you want to feel comfortable playing or fucking true. one thing that's keeping you from killing yourself. That, I guess. So. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> when you put it that way. Yeah. Uh, nah, so I guess, so I guess we should uh, post some of uh, Matt's, uh, Matt, uh, your old roommate, Matt's uh, butt crack. Exactly. On the internet too. Just to well, I did that in the shop. Uh, with <laughs> a few people, but then I realized it was bad. So, but the people I did it to deserved it. So it's not like I got famous thinking about his, uh, summertime muscle tanks. He would always wear just, the oh, yeah. just, just directly itching his armpit with his hand after running. And it's just that red psoriasis. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. 
yeah, it would be very red. Like he always had a rash from his own sweat. Uh, yeah, he was, it was hard oh, to look at. Oh, difficult, God. difficult to well, look at. Matt, if you're listening, we love you. But that was <laughs> like, go fuck yourself. Uh, you said he's maybe getting a new roommate soon, too. <laughs> yeah the nice man who runs a auto shop out of his garage and yeah, has fixed my van many times yes. <laughs> uh, apparently is getting kicked out because they sold the house so he asked matt if he could live with him and i think matt said no and unfortunately this man also has two children and a recently divorced now matt could have had very a very present uh porn trend style situation there with the daughter the oh, son yeah. especially hmm. Uh, or could have witnessed it and been the cuck in the closet. Uh, right. Which <laughs> sounds like a game that I just. <laughs> <made up. laughs> oh, yeah. We Milton Bradley. Oh, now available on iPhone. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those stupid uh, <laughs> games like the, the dude that is trying to get the gold to not melt in the lava or the right, right. And pull like the key the and yeah. like bring the <laughs> daughter yeah. while the dude can see him through the slats or can't. Yeah, you got to pull the right thing so yeah. the door doesn't open and <laughs> see the closet. Right. You want the slats to open, not the whole door, because then your daughter gets, you know, bumped out on the whole Exactly. Thing, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, I want to <laughs> I'm of age. Uh, yeah. I'm a yeah. <laughs> uh, and then just work this week after that. Yeah, just working and stuff. So yeah, yeah. things are settled back down after holiday. But then that also no one's like freak out zone, but it's always the like, oh, sales are slower. But where yeah, we yeah. were, which I don't know if it is now, there was always that meltdown. It's like, guys, come on, it's January. Yeah, it's not hitting me, thankfully, but it is uh, uh, my former employee who I got promoted to a new role. She is getting uh, hit oh, the brunt of it and yeah. for sale. So. Um, but, uh, anyway, yeah, I shared, uh, the same weekend with Steve, uh, it was very fun. Um, and I took an extra day off because I just, I like to do the, the day after getting back from a vacation, just because vacation from your vacation, just, yeah, you do, you know, but, uh, yeah. uh, yeah, I was carpooling with, uh, thrilling, uh, which was actually very nice. We talked the whole, we were planning on listening to an episode of action boys. Like we both saved it since the Monday before so we could listen to it together. Uh, but we ended up just talking the whole time, which was nice. So, cause he didn't, we don't live in South County, like, uh, uh, four knuckleheads. So right. That are down there. So it didn't make sense. Plus there's just wasn't enough room in one car. So, right. Right. Um, right. that would have been a, I don't know. I don't know Hate if the space. minivan would have made it with, a, yeah. Uh, up that big old strapping man in there. Yeah. Well, cause the one time we did take the big SUV last year, it was the four of us and that thing hold seven people, but barely held all of us plus bags shit. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will add, because speaking of shit and big asses, I will add uh, my little personal mini story that. Oh, gosh, I forgot my present for. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> yes. What's uh, uh, the ultimate realization of that new catchphrase? Uh, and we so went this to is course number two yes. after lunch. <laughs> oh, it was course number two. My friend. it was because <laughs> I had a course number two. No, we uh, we played Waller Park, I think, in the early morning, uh, well, yeah, not, which is like a very, morning. very highly rated course in California. It's like a four or five or something like that out of five. Oh, wow. Uh, 27 holes, beautiful, different ranges and landscapes. Uh, super fun. And then, yeah, went to a little diner called Pappy's yes. right off the 101. And I had, and, and also key to the story was that Dylan and I, uh, stopped, uh, in Santa Maria right before the first course for breakfast. And we both had to piss like racehorses. I usually don't eat breakfast, but I was, I was like, it had been 24 hours, 23 hours since my, my last meal. So I was like, fuck it. I'll start eating now. It's vacation. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but and the Jack in the Box was good. It was good quality, tasted yeah. fresh. It didn't have the feeling where it's like, oh, this is going to give me the shits. It didn't really give me the shits. It was more. I think it was had to be more lunch, right? I think well, you were fine that first the course. The pappies, uh, the pappies was a desperate push of the breakfast to get the hell out of me, right? So it had to make room right, for the right. pappies. I did my classic mistake, knowing that that the uh, dark brown sodas. Yeah, when you were drinking up. that, I was like, oh boy, <laughs> it was like a. Uh, Kevin, you were Kevin and I was Fisher in Home Alone in the beginning where he's like, right. no, don't give Fisher more soda. He'll wet the bed. <laughs> well, and I was imagining you Kevin from the office when he spills the chili because that's oh, what yeah. I'm imagining is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it looks like um, if you just did uh, chili broth, you know, the chili paste like stuff. Right, right. And with large chunks of steak or Swedish meat. Well, so that's what right. Dylan got. He got the... Um, the not the burrito Colorado or whatever burrito Colorado, Colorado the chili chunks or chili Colorado Colorado burrito, which I never like heard that, of, yeah. and Brad said it like seventeen thousand times. Yeah, well, that's Colorado. <laughs> I mean, that beast looking other Colorado there. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, we we went to Pappy's um, and then went to Pricker Pricker Park uh, Disco, <laughs> yeah. of course, and uh, about Big a whole two course. or three. Yeah. I was feeling it a little bit, uh, but I was like, oh, I'll be fine, whatever. Two yeah, you literally later, spoke I'm, the words. Because before that, you're like, oh, yeah, one time I ripped my pants and did all this. <laughs> and then we're on the course. You're like, no, I feel good. I mean, I I, I mean, I could go, but yeah, I mean, I don't have to. I guess I'll, I'll just wait till we're done. Yeah. And then within the next seven to ten minutes, True. it just yeah. became emergency level. Uh, I And the worst part was that we were already on the opposite side of the course, basically, right. from the parking from lot. The car. And yeah. I had already passed four other porta potties. There was three by the car, which, which if I would have just tried those, they would have been fully stocked and clean. But no, I went to the even further, uh, dr- like the true opposite side of the park uh, to yeah. a lone porta potty because the park had uh, permanent facilities, but they were all closed for COVID. Yes. So, uh, which I, I guess makes sense because they can just fucking ho- sterilize and hose out a porta potty, even though, right. Even though the sharing of fluids and shit is way higher risk in a porta potty, but I digress. Uh, no. So yeah, I get in there. I do not have time to check anything. The seat is forward. already covered in liquid, uh, which I'm assuming is piss. So I'm going to hover. Uh, but I don't have time to aim well or look when hovering the pants go down the, uh, the, the hover begins and I just blast the Swedish meatball slash uh, chili Colorado uh, slash steak chili all over what, what I end up finding, uh, is probably only 20% made it in the bowl. Uh, most of it was all over the back hinge of where the toilet lid and the toilet seat meet. So, uh, all over the back of the seat, uh, and then, so I'm feeling some relief, and of course, the hand goes to uh, get some toilet paper, and there the hand zero. gets the There's paper. Not even an empty roll. There's just zero toilet paper. Uh, and I had even joked. I said, "Hey, if there's no toilet paper, I'm going to have to use my boxers to wipe my fucking ass." Yeah, and earlier, bye bye boxers. And that prophecy was fulfilled. Uh, I had to then spend bye 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 boxers five minutes <laughs> carefully taking off my champion sweatpants. Uh, trying to be careful to not drip shit onto uh, any of my onto my pants or myself or whatever. Uh, so I'm kind of over in the corner of the porta potty because there's a, a large wet puddle uh, that's covering 70% of the porta potty's floor. 
which doesn't smell like piss. It could have been rainwater, but we know there was some piss in there for sure because it had rained, you know, uh, in California a couple days before. Park was kind of wet. So uh, I want to believe that, but um, I was trying not to soak my pants in potential piss water. So, uh, and that also meant like keeping my shoes on because I didn't want to step in my socks in potential piss water if I had to step there. So it took a while, got the boxers off. Uh, luckily, because the consistency was so uh, wet, uh, I got a, I got about 95% of it, shockingly, uh, with the boxer shorts and um, still had a clean. I, and what, what was the most shocking, I did not get a visible molecule i probably had some but i didn't get a visible molecule shit on my hands at all i was shocked and so oh right, um, right, right. but uh, i mean i wear a size 40 smells you know boxer yes. shorts so no but uh exactly uh, 40 l long so also i was concerned with your balls touching the most uh thank yeah thankfully no ball to uh bm cocked contact but yeah. uh uh and i have photos for the, time, yeah. the entire time i saw some people about 20 feet away from me uh, when I was walking to the porta potty and going in, there was a young Hispanic couple and an older grandma level Hispanic woman. Um, she was not with them, but she, she, uh, as I found out, was waiting there. So I'm, I'm not really concerned with them for the first few minutes of just, you know, pushing the nightmare out and trying not to get it on myself. And, uh, but I hear them talking, like just chatting out there. And they're speaking Spanish and I do not speak Spanish. So I did not know what they were saying. Uh, but I assumed they had just stopped in front of there and were chatting while apparently not giving a fuck about the giant. Uh, I mean, it was a loud splattery fucking mess. Yeah. thing. Um, if I were them, I would have just walked away just because I'm like, Ooh, I don't want to go in after that. Yeah, guy. Or waiting. Yeah. If you're waiting there more than 20 yes. seconds at a porta potty, yes. it's like, move on to the next. Exactly. And those people, well, we'll go on to it, but they <laughs> followed us basically. Yes. Uh, it's like, clearly so, they're ready to walk and they're here for a bit. Just walk right. to the other one. And, and the, again, the young couple, like early twenties look like they were like on a date, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, and, uh, <laughs> very like clean, nice outfit, like whatever. And, so they're still fucking talking. And to my horror, when I open the door, <laughs> which I have the, photos, the, the of. girl, the girl almost starts walking towards the toilet. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I said, hey, oh, uh, boy, I made a mess. <laughs> I said, I'm sure you guys have seen the the not the non-existent Pino uh, T-shirt design. <laughs> on Black Company.com. I'm sure you've seen those. But uh, I said, uh, I said it was already a mess in there. I just made it a very bad, like a worse mess, and there is no toilet paper, so it's very messy. I had to use my own underwear, like, and they and they were looking at me like they didn't understand, which then was worrying because I was like, "Well, I'm gonna have to walk away and feel bad. Uh, I'm gonna have to feel like shit about these people going in." About the girl in the white pants going yes. into the porta potty <laughs> yes. after you did uh, <laughs> with a yeah, wet floor going into the porta potty after my porta potty. Uh, yeah. Uh, left uh, left the harbor there, so I left the ships in the harbor. <laughs> well, I left the cargo in the harbor. Yeah, there, it was a little cherry's jubilee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, I just come out with a Hugh Grant. Um, excuse me, uh, I don't know if you're in the mood for a uh, cherry jubilee or something. Sure. The stuff <laughs> left over in there, you know, I didn't touch. All, yeah, quite sanitary. You know. It's uh, all you can eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the opposite. Hey, we ain't got Jerry <laughs> Jubilee back there. All you can eat, buddy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so uh, 
and so finally I repeated it about three times. It's like, do not go in there. There's no toilet because that's really the key, right? Is like, even if aside from the, the shit nightmare, there's just no toilet paper at all. So in case they had to shit, I didn't want to, you know, anyway, luckily, Ellos no entrada I, a la caca está in viejo. Yes. Enchilada come in out. Me, me, uh, in lo baño, but, um, in Colorado, I, <laughs> I uh, my, as I was saying before, my boxers, uh, I had, still had a good grip on them. I could have, of course, like inverted them and gotten more clean sides of it, but I was not going to touch these boxers any more than I had to now. Uh, you know, cause it looked, it looked, it looked like I had cleaned up a, uh, chocolate milkshake with like school paper towels at that point on this, this, uh, this pair right. of boxers. So, um, I, but I had smeared enough. I tried to slop enough into the toilet bowl as much as I could, uh, trying to not be a complete nightmare uh but there was still plenty of shit which like uh, miraculously when i closed the lid on the toilet seat it's as if nothing happened you could not see (laughs) a drop or schmear or anything of shit so i'll uh, never tell (laughs) exactly which i wouldn't have if they would so she finally the the girl uh when i repeated a third time she goes oh really and i was like yeah like just it's i'm trying to help you like there's no toilet paper and it's a mess and so i start walking away because i'm like this is over i start my long journey back across the park again to the car where i have a bunch of wipes which of course well I because we were back. all cackling yes. at oh, you yeah. as you're walking towards you us up to a hole that was like perpendicular to the bathroom yeah. and saw my my you saw yeah. but did not hear the conversation yeah. The, the I took some part. photos pre and during. I don't know if I took during, but I was just yeah. The the lineup outside of three oh, yeah. three desolate <laughs> journeyers. Uh. Joey's about to make some friends. Uh, yeah. And the old lady, when the two young people started walking away, the old lady looked like I had canceled Christmas. She was just like, oh, like her head went down to her shoulder, like just all fucking. Again, there's out. like more porta potties oh in this God. park, and it's not that. <laughs> far away and they had like just parked there and like got to the park it's like well we'll just take big shit to yeah. the park oh, like my favorite animal, thing to do yeah. <laughs> like this animal so yeah walk well, back to the car uh and uh got a little travel pack that has 14 uh butt wipes and it went to the other porta potties which were much nicer had uh the one i went into had three full uh, completely virgin <laughs> fucking toilet paper. Like, cause you know, people are, are jerks and they like pee on the fucking toilet paper roll or whatever and fully stocked, fully clean. Looked like it had just been wiped down. Not a drop of moisture anywhere. I was like, motherfucker. I could have just gone here at the beginning. Sure. And I could have fucked with. this one up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could have made less of a mess, but, uh, <laughs> um, so cleaned up in there. Very, th- used the whole pack of there. I even wiped out the inside of my pants, which, just in case there was shit vapors in there. Luckily, there was none. Uh, yeah, went back, wiped my hands with more wipes again, sanitized my hands, and played the back ten. I played the you know the front five, I think, with you, and played the back ten with you guys the rest of the way. Yeah, and uh, uh, you know, just free yeah. balling it at that point. Um, I could have gotten boxers out of my uh, suitcase, which was in the car, uh, but then I would have had to go back in, take the pants off again, into a porta potty, and that would have been so. Uh, I was Tom Petty's free balling. Uh, the rest Same. of the time so which overall that course was fun i'm not it's not obviously no destination course right, right, right. but if that was like, <laughs> you know like i said it was like an in between like el dorado and twyla reed yeah yeah, yeah. Bi- like bigger the, the the worst part of it was 
that of all the people it, it was a park first and a disc golf course second whereas walder park was like a disc golf course first and a right. second or we just got yeah. lucky and there was nobody there so um yeah because there was definitely portions of that course where if it was any somewhat of a busy day yeah you just have to skip the hole or you risk right because you're throwing across an entire field which i'm imagining is covered in blankets and backpacks uh on a regular Saturday Soccer goals, I would assume like shit like that. Little leagues. But, yeah. um, but yeah, so, uh, that was a shit name. And then, and then we get to the house, which was beautiful, very nice, but there was a handful of sinks and toilets oh, that did not have the pressure, the water I pressure. Forgot. So yeah. then I took uh, a big, beautiful, normal shit that night, yeah. uh, that night or the next, no, week. right. No, right. Yeah, when yeah, right. You, when we got there wait, and, uh, um, was it in the morning? And it was like, that a might have been in the morning. Later. Oh, was it that um, night? Okay. Either way, whatever. It was the first shit I took in the in the room because all the rooms were like master bedrooms, which was nice. They all had their own uh, yeah. bathrooms, and uh, and then of course the toilet. I hadn't even wiped. I was going to courtesy flush. Uh, toilet doesn't even flush. I mean, it flushes, but it like it looks like it was just like pouring itself out like a small cup of water onto a delicate plant. Like it there was yeah. no shooting of the water, and so I was like, motherfucker, there's no plunger in there. Not even a toilet brush, so I have to go get a toilet brush. A break, fucking beer. Break up the fucking uh, riot that's going on in there and get people back to their homes. And uh, right. and so break it up. Luckily, then it like schlorks down. Uh, I clean myself up. Doesn't happen again. But then like the third time, I let it fill up really big. The third time, it finally like activated like a normal fucking toilet. Um, and then my sink in the bathroom was very low pressure the whole time, too. But it was weird because like, like the shower was fine. Anyway, that mm-hmm. was like minor complaint. But yeah, the water pressure was just weird. And I was all I've over. Had that, yeah, I had that in Temecula, too. It's like, I don't know if it's just like a, a vineyard. Well, I think they're on a septic tank. And then, yeah, who knows the lines? Because it's like you, you're close to a town, but it's definitely not like a residential area. Right. Like you're right. kind of out in the middle of nowhere. They're to like, a certain yeah, extent. they're like uh, it's like built up. But they're the area we were in was all the vineyards and kind of the bigger ranch homes that aren't like. Yeah. Which right. those houses are all, so. like, yeah, if I could buy one of those, I would. Yeah, it's beautiful out there. Yeah, the space and everything. But yeah, I would, I, I mean, I would 100% go back to that house, like with my family yeah. or something. Oh, yeah, did you tell them? I, yeah, I told, why did your dumb sister my, posted? <laughs> Sorry. Because I asked. So my, my little sister, uh, Sunday night, like I was home, we were, I was looking at Facebook and she was like, hey, friends, like any recommendation for Paso Robles? Yeah, I'm like, why did, Henry's? how is she posting? So this I posted, right now? I posted one that, uh, Brad is a member. I was really good. Dark Star. And yeah. uh, we did a tasting there. And uh, so then I asked on the family thread, I was like, hey, Caitlin, are you going to Paso Robles? And then she was like, uh, and then my mom answered. She's like, oh, yeah, me, uh, me, her, Gail and Eric are like my stepdad. So it's just the four of us. And I was like, oh, OK, like not that we have to be invited anywhere, but usually they're right. there, Mrs. Family. Something. Trip thing, but it's for Gail's birthday. And so they're going When's up that? in July. Um, oh, and they she's already, asking this far out. What the fuck? So they, yeah. And they already uh rented a house in downtown the downtown area like rented a, a house or apartment or something didn't they go in july last time they went because I, I feel like so. I, I went over to your house for dinner and they had just gotten back or something mm-hmm. that sounds about right um but i guess they but yeah like, why no offense but yeah isn't i thought they did gail's birthday with everyone well i'm sure no? we'll have a fucking dinner or whatever but i think i'm assuming no but i meant like a trip like that like why not yeah, no offense, but oh, yeah, that is kind of yeah. weird to know. Oh, I'm a fa- no, no, I was just like, I, no, I was totally like, okay, well, I guess, I guess no one else is allowed to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, why does your family like to go to the hottest places at the hottest time? I, I know, I don't like, like, 
I go to the lake during that time to go to the lake because it's right. like a hundred degrees. <laughs> so there's going to be out there baking again. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. And also if anything, the prices are going to be higher in the summer because that's when it's like on season, right? You can hang it outside and this and that, like whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah, it's like late spring, early fall. Yeah. So it was like off season. So it was like things were a little cheaper there too, but um, right, right, right. Popular, but Did they say where they're going to stay or? Uh, just they just had some up a place in downtown, so I, they're renting a place in downtown. So okay, yeah. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, after that, thankfully the uh, the all the poopies were were fine. So um, and, you know that's what our super fans come come here to hear is uh, yes. just like our Mike, our reviewer said, lots of stories about stealing mm-hmm. porn and shitting. <laughs> yes, staples um, in life. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, stealing porn, shitting, and our trips to Staples are my favorite <laughs> store. And you my power Makita stapler. There. You can buy yeah. packing supplies. You can make copies and scan things. It's I mean, what more could you have? Boxes. You can drop UPS packages exactly, off. Yeah. Um, but uh, which yeah. I did get a power stapler. Oh, nice. it's pretty nice. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you: Was did I have a dream? Did I have a fucking erotic fantasy where you said you bought a drill press? Or am I making that up? I did not. My, okay. you know, my next, <laughs> my next purchase, a drill press. I don't have a need for. They are cool looking. I was going to say, like, things, I don't know why but, he needed this, but I think he said he was getting a drill press. I'm like, kind of expensive too, but yeah. No, my next purchase is probably going to be a going to be miter saw. If I had to guess. Oh, nice. Get some uh, um, some uh, finished carpentry going there. Yeah, just some nice clean cuts. You know, I made Vincent's uh, <laughs> gun rack and everything, but it would have been nice to have that because I was using a rear drive circular saw. So I was like, so you were making a gun rack. I made Vincent for his birthday Nerf gun rack. Oh, <laughs> what are you so, going to do with a gun with rack? A gun rack. Yeah, so it was like a floor kind of shelf thing, so you could like put the rifles vertical. Oh, that's cool. And then it had shelves on the sides, so you could put your other guns and darts. And then I put pegboard around it, so you could just like get the hangers and hang your stuff. For those not in the know, Vincent is his forty-six year old uncle. So exactly, uh, he needed a uh, <laughs> he's kind of fucked no, it's up, but it's what he loves. Who is like twelve or something? So um, yeah, uh, yeah, he's super into Nerf. Nerf wars. Yeah. Hey, hey, he keeps telling me or nothing, uncle. And I was like, do you want love? He's like, or nothing. <laughs> Would you like me to come over or nothing? <laughs> do you want me to come? Yeah. Or nothing. Or nothing. <laughs> Someone will come. Oh, and that, yeah. yeah quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was at the winery, Brad's winery. Right? Yes. At, at dark star winery. Uh, there was a little sign <laughs> on the bar table <laughs> that was like, call this. No-. It was like for customer service or like, call this number for, for something. And then it, it just like was like that sentence was over. And then one little sentence at the bottom, someone will come dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and I can't tell if that thing was this, a, all this number someone was a goof because it was business cards and the thing was right. empty. So I yeah, can't tell yeah. if it was a goof because it's like always empty, mm-hmm. like take a card or if it was like a real thing. Yes. But Brad was like, I've never seen that there before. And I was just like, <laughs> someone will come <laughs> like an A24 uh, movie or something. Yeah. Intro. <laughs> Um, but, uh, other than that, I think we can get right into, uh, the upper, into, uh, the mystery of Mount Shasta, See. uh, high level thoughts go, uh, wasn't expecting it to be a round table show, but, um, I feel like this was the most new stuff, but they also just harped on like weird, like three things, right? Um, like some guy getting lost and then coming back. 
I don't know. I felt like they, it was just weird. And then when Robert Shock was talking about pyramids and this, I'm like, don't go down that path, man. If you do that, then that's why (laughs) they don't believe you. I was like, holy shit. Like, what a weird leap. Like, kind of an interesting idea that they could have probably spent two minutes on. Mm -hmm. But they spent, like, the entire last third of the show coming back to the pyramids at Giza. Pyramids in general in the ancient world being based off of volcanic mountains like Mount Shasta. These power mountains. Power places. Uh, you know, sacred and water charging light, and right? With water, energy. so they're, they're, you know, it's like the recipe is like volcanic uh, lava tubes, uh, which was actually the most interesting thing I learned. I was like, I had no clue how lava tubes were made, mm-hmm. and to see them like show a little CG thing where basically it's like, it's like a if it's like if a hot pocket were molten, and then the the crust cooled on the hot pocket as it does in the microwave, where the outside is cool and the hot is like insanely you know melted yeah. fucking tongue to the root hot. Uh, but yeah, I didn't realize it's like the lava bores its way through and as the outside cools, but the inner, basically the shit in the colon just keeps on going. The diarrhea was so hot still in the middle. Right. It just keeps going yeah. uh, through the tube and creating these that's beautiful like, caves. That's how you can see like uh, those underground or I'm sorry, underwater lava things where it's like right. literally as it's hitting the water, it's cooling, but still going. So that's creating like a tube right there. So that's right, like right, the right. most real time way to see us. The Lord's uh, water slides, as they call them. See, well, that's the Lord's prolapse right there because it just flopped around. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, But uh, yeah, I was, I was, despite being semi excited to about the subject matter, um, even though like they basically were trying to do an episode in high strangeness and kind of just sort of link it to um, ancient aliens, like which I mean, that's not uncommon anymore at this point, but. Because uh, as as Souk says at the end of the episode, you know, science and the ancient astronaut theory, they're about doing the research, like like asking the questions or the journey or whatever the right. fuck he says. And it's like, OK, like now now it's just this, you know, uh, oddly modern adapted theology that's, you know, it's a living it's a living religion, basically, is I guess what right. I'm trying to say. But um, but uh, no, I was I could not. It did not keep my attention because they repeated, um, like medallion. It's it's uh, Sukes medallion man William Henry William Henry and Childress on the episode in the round table, right. and medallion man says, uh, I mean they all say that weird things have been happening at Mount Shasta for centuries. They say that like fifteen fucking times in the first segment alone. I mean, and then medallion man keeps saying, I mean, you have giants, you have star people. You have, you know, it's like you have portals like and he keeps it's over and they all they they do is end every thought they have. Every little segment is just ended or paragraph that is ended with. And, you know, this has been happening forever. I mean, they have giants and and UFOs and portals and strange paranormal. It's like they just it's like so they keep hammering on it to the point. Where I'm like, guys, you got to edit this shit out all the time. But it's as if they're making these segments as five little mini shows. Right. That if you just if you only can hold your audience's attention span for seven minutes, then I guess they get the whole picture because that's that is what it felt like. You pretty much get the whole picture in the first segment, which was a very it was like a ten minute segment, and then the rest were very short. So yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, let's get into it. So uh, yeah, Sukes Childress and Medallion Man are in the conference room again, and Sukes is Sukes starts off saying, "Now I've I've driven this road up in Northern California many times, and Mount Shasta really sticks out like a sore thumb, like." 
trying to sound weird or controversial or like it's a hot take or something. And right. William Henry's like, uh, you can tell there's really an allure to it. <laughs> like, what <are laughs> like, I guess trying to and say I've like, driven oh, past it a bunch and it is really cool when you're driving past it's it. It's a beautiful uh, mountain, but, of course. Yeah. But yeah. But it, it, it like, does stand out because you're like flat plains and then there's a giant peak of a mountain right there. Right, right, right. But then once once you're kind of past it, then you start going into this um, really windy, like mountainous road to go from California to Oregon. Oh, so it's okay. kind of just like then gone. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that drive's amazing. I've done it a bunch and uh, I'll do it again. Yeah, it looked beautiful. I mean, and, and I will say again, as high level thoughts, the footage overall in the episode was beautiful. Like tons of, you know, fucking 4K uh, shots of the mountain, the surrounding area, the caves, what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, really using that History Channel money there. Um, and Childress, <laughs> Childress is like, has some fun, oddly excitable moments. He's like, I mean, th- there's probably more books written about Mount Shasta than any other mountain. And it's just like all fucking charged up. And yeah. uh, this is where Medallion Man, he goes, he goes, I mean, what do you want? You want, you want giants? You want star people? I mean, it all converges <laughs> at Mount Shasta. <laughs> Tell me what the fuck you want. <laughs> um, the, the Native American, oh, Native Americans, they say a thousand fucking times. Like the phrase yeah. Native Americans, they say as a filler word like uh or um it's just like right. um, and it's you know. first people's tribes now and yes, it's exactly. hi how you doing <laughs> and this was filmed in <laughs> hi, 2021 how yeah yeah uh and speaking of first people's tribes we get jack uh walking eagle thom or tom t-h-o-m and he is the karuk tribe leader in the area so it's like the karuk the modok the modoks the shastas and one other were like the mm-hmm. main kind of four tribes uh he has a pretty cool look he's got like the leather fucking adventure hat on he's got the leather vest uh, and he says he's witnessed a ton of paranormal shit there. Very confident too, as we'll get back to him in a little bit. But um, he said that uh, his parents told him as a kid when they were looking at Mount Shasta, he wanted to go, you know, dick around up there. They said, "Don't go above the tree line because that belongs to grandfather," uh, which we later learn is, as the Modocs called him, was a a, a creator being called Skell who was like like carved into the into petroglyph point as like a centipede looking thing or something like that mm-hmm. so um but uh yeah again this is literally 4 minutes in and they have already, I made a note like they have already said crazy shit happens at mount shasta like fucking a dozen times at this point like right. just saying that phrase not crazy shit but you know saying that <laughs> phrase over Some pretty over. fuck stuff happens up in Manchester. Um oh yeah speaking of Petroglyph Point that is 60 miles north it's some of the oldest petroglyphs in America. We get new footage of of uh, Talk Thompson. He's like kind of a I don't think he's he's not an ancient astronaut there. He's a classics uh kind of like Richard Rader or something. He's like an anthropological classics uh you know fucking professor mm-hmm. at UCLA or USC or something. And uh He's, you know, he's got the ponytail for it, but I think he's just a fucking educator. Like, I don't think he's got anything right. that he's reason. an edge. Right. <laughs> Despite his name is T.O.K. Thompson. So um, I'm guessing it's some sort of Nordic name or whatever, too, from his look. But uh, uh, anyway, he, he, he just kind of gives an overview of Petroglyph Point, whatever. Nothing too, too interesting. Uh, I did point out here, though, that uh, as Clotworthy is narrating, uh, they're showing some of the carvings in Petroglyph Point. And he's naming what some of the carvings represent. These are like very primitive, simplistic carvings, right? And he's like, uh, and he says, some of them depicting deities. And it's like all these weird shaped things. Some of them depicting animals. And it's a squiggle for like a big snake. And some depicting people. And literally, the carving of people 
is just a capital Y. Mm-hmm. And this is where I got to call this out with with the show, because normally if they had said that those capital Y's were aliens, like a sky god, they would go, now look, what sort of being is shaped like this? It's certainly not a human, like, but, it, but because they just have confirmed, because the people, I'm sure Walking Eagle or whomever has told them, oh, this means this and this means that. They don't. They just fucking take it at face value, and it's just such a right. cafeteria fucking uh, uh, philosophical. You know, not a cafeteria Christian, obviously, but a, ca- a cafeteria style of picking and choosing uh, these shit that they are very adamant about. Like when they see carvings of, look, he clearly has some sort of astronaut equipment on. It's like, or it could just be a fucking vest, or, or it's more. Look at the proportions of the nose and the teeth and the head to the body. These are clearly gray aliens. And it's like, but they just draw the drew the letter Y. And now you're going to accept that it's people, right? Right. So that being said, the the ones that are supposedly their sky gods look all look like a weird octopus, which was kind of creepy. Actually, I was like, oh, (laughs) that would be weird if that's what they really saw. But um, and yeah, the sky chief Skell is the one that lives in Mount Shasta. He came came from the sky. Uh, to Mount Shasta and lives in Mount Shasta and protects it. Uh, they're talking a lot about UFO sightings here. And <laughs> oh yeah, Childress does this. He's like, he's he's asking, you know, Medallion Man saying, oh, there's UFO sightings, you know, all the time. So for centuries there, blah, yeah. blah. And Childress is like, ultra, he's, he's like, I mean, are, are UFOs typically coming out the, the top or are they coming out like, like the side? And he does this weird like uh, thriller music video, like where he has his hands off to the side, <laughs> but his like hands are very limp. Like he's very limp wristed. It's like very right. effeminate. Like he's making fun of somebody or whatever, but I'm just yeah. like, why what, am like, I tarted? He, he, he's acting like the conversation has gotten not necessarily heated, but gotten like, they're like, they're talking over each other. And then he gets all anxious and has to like really quickly talk and like insert his fucking comment in there. Right. I'm going to insert my it's comment. It's all true in stuff. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, just like, it's, it's like, David, just calm down. It's okay. Like you're going to get your work. Like you're on the show, but yeah. Um, and when he's like, oh, uh, kind of, you know, are they like, or are they like coming out of the side? Medallion man's like, Oh, all over, all over. Like they're just having, they're like talking shop now about this fucking thing. Right. Um, right. we get our first glimpse of the beautiful man, Dustin Nafe, who is the author. And, uh, later in this episode, the, uh, lava tube tour guide to medallion, man, <laughs> uh, in uh, Pluto's cave. And um, he is the author of Shasta, Shasta, oh my God, Shasta, <laughs> yeah, Shasta, of Shasta's Forgotten History and Legends, and uh, and they're saying like in the last ten years, especially like the the shit has gotten even crazier there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I, I'm I would probably believe more that it's like well known people are paying attention because of the internet reports now that things are getting crazy, so more people go there, and then the more people are there, more shit's going to happen. Whatever. Either way, not really making a point, but. Um, not disagreeing with anyone, but that's likely right. what happens. Is the more people energy you put in these power places, then the more stuff happens because yeah. now there's people there to react to it. Big so, people energy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, Walking Eagle, uh, the uh, uh, leader of the Karuk tribe, he's back on. He says that he's like he's like, hey, uh, once I once I uh, was driving and I saw the mountain just open up on the side and saw this huge ship come out and then go back in, and then he's like. He's like, and it shows this like actually pretty good special effects little recreation of that, and then he just it cuts back and he's like smiling. He's like, I never let things like that bother me though. I see, <laughs> I see things like that all the time, and that's where I was like, ugh, you kind of became like 
a porn uh, expert now on your own. Because right. <laughs> like, it's like he just is acting and maybe he's just telling the fucking truth. But that's an that's a wild thing to see is a portal open up. Wild thing. And, then, <laughs> and, then, and then see a ship pop out and then pop back in like eh, she yeah, shit like casual. that all the time. Like, OK. Um, OK. Weird flex. About, yeah. They, they talk about how uh, old spiritual teachers who were not of the tribes, the four tribes around there. They were called the Waga, and they basically they don't they they kind of gloss over this, but they basically come to, uh, came to the old tribes and told them about the mountain and taught them that there were giants living in the mountain. Uh, and this is really where like the north north northern Californian Bigfoot sightings started was this area. So, mm-hmm. uh, and you know the Bigfoot kind of crossed over. Could have been those giants or whatever, but definitely going to the uh, again. This episode is all about like well. Mount Shasta is a place of high strangeness, not just aliens, not just Bigfoots, not just ghosts, not just orbs, right. not just portals. Uh, it's kind of everything, which is cool, but they man like and, and us being kind of nerdy about that stuff to at this point, it was just kind of like, oh, well, now you're doing kind of a uh, almost like a child's uh, introduction, like baby's first high strangeness, right. you know, place or episode. So there's weird um, things in the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what the, what the kid that disappeared said later was pretty creepy though. And I'll get to that, but, uh, the next segment starts and this is where they have this guy, Dave, uh, Polites on, and he looks like, like a, like a, an AI construct of a, of a white dad came to life. Mm-hmm. Like he's just got like, came. <laughs> he's got a full fucking head of hair. He's got a very harsh goatee. Uh, and what did I write here? I said, ah, I'll just read it verbatim. Uh, like a dad that sounds cool at first, but then three beers in goes on a rant about how he uh, ran over an illegal immigrant in his twenties and never told everyone about it. <laughs> well, it happens. <laughs> uh, you know, it's fine because you know we you know I didn't really think of his people back then. It was more like rogue, and you're like, whoa, 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 keep sucking yeah. my dick, please. Um, yeah, just back to work. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> like like that illegally. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um they uh but anyway he is like a researcher slash kind of seemingly like a private investigator uh focusing on some of the 1200 unsolved disappearances which that that was really crazy like i never knew there was that many unsolved disappearances on a mount shasta like that's fucking nuts so right um Especially because, like, yes, obviously you've been there and you've seen, like, on the one side there's lots of wooded trails, so yes, people are hiking. But a like on a lot of the mountain is just like exposed and yeah. isn't even a lot of rocks or tree cover, so right. uh, not a lot of places to get lost. And they go into the story of this mountain climber um, who's a uh, partner. <laughs> And then it says, mm. like, climbing partner later. And I'm like, okay. Uh, but we all know what they're doing up there. But his partner was on the show uh, and saying, like, yeah, we never found a ski boot. We never found this. Like, I mean, it's it's sad because, like, they, they, were, boot. They, <laughs> they were. We always bring a spare ski boot because we don't always yeah. want to fucking use up our Kleenexes, you know. Um, it's nice. Waste not, want not. And uh, uh, we always have a fresh boot so we can you know, mm. fucking drink it out of there. Um they uh, they were climbing up there in the 90s, I believe, and they just literally uh, he was staying there to do something with their tent or their camp or their gear. They walk 650 feet away to a lakefront and it's clear like you can visibly see back up to where the guys, you know, did a little with the tent stuff and they just turn around and he's fucking gone. And they looked 
whole search party looked for a week, not a fucking sign of him, like not a single sign of him just gone, which is sad and crazy. Um, and then uh, this three-year-old boy was on a trail hiking with his parents. He disappeared for five hours. And again, like there was, there was now they were on a woodsy, you know, spot of the trail, whatever too. So fine. But uh, he was gone for five hours. And when they asked him where he was, he says that he couldn't find his parents. He saw a cave that was like went underground and he said there was a woman there, but he thinks she was actually a robot who was making sure he was okay and that he was comfortable. And then she kind of helped him out of the cave and he just like appeared back on the trail five hours later, which is fucking mm-hmm. nuts too. So right, right, um, right. very creepy. Uh, the next segment starts and uh, children's charge up. And he's like, now Mount Shasta is apparently on a major ley line, you know, all over the world. There are these power mountains like Mount Shasta. I saw, I, I stole a porn from my dad once called Power Mountains. <laughs> and again, I thought it was like a huge boob porn. It very much was about uh, mountainous power top men. So, um, yeah, but uh, um, it's also uh, known as an earth chakra or like an energy center. So like you have chakras in like Hindu culture and things like that. It's like your heart, your head, your chest, your stomach, all these yeah. ener- big energy, uh, B-E, Moments. B-E yeah. big energy, energy. <laughs> Hmm. Um, but uh, Mount Sinai, Mount Kailash, Mount Shasta are all these very, they're sacred mountains for a reason because the electromagnetism is weird around there, uh, you know, and they all have these paranormal reports happening to them. And they also have a lot of, in other countries, have pilgrimages that, pilgrimages that happen on them too. So um, this is where, yeah, Medallion Man wonders if Mount Shasta was an inspiration for the pyramids at Giza. Uh, they tease that Christopher Dunn is going to be on the show by showing his book. He's not, and that, which is really fr- even old footage. I'd be happy to see that. But um, but then they show also old footage of the guy John Cabin. It was an earlier seasons episode where he like had this theory and showed this diagram and you know proved his theory kind of at least that it was possible that the pyramid, the Great Pyramid of Giza, was set up with an underground water and tunnel driven hydraulic energy pump. Right, so the water is churning and slamming against stuff around there, all the heavy stones, creating kind of vibrational energy, somehow powering microwave microwave energy. Uh, I remember on that episode was where they're saying, oh, look, the microwave energy is created and then goes up to recharge uh, UFOs, of course, that are powered by microwaves. So, um, but, uh, 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 oh, we get a, a shockwave. And I was surprised because Robert yeah. Shock, uh agrees like he and, and this is probably where William Henry got the fucking idea because right well know. and this looks like newer video with him right yes yeah this was shown on a, an episode or two ago and now I realize oh they were shooting him at Mount Shasta or something or at least mm-hmm. in the background looks Around, like somewhere the yeah. Pacific Northwest but um but Shock says uh now I see many similarities between Mount Shasta geologically and the natural features with the associated uh, or with or uh, natural features associated with the artificial human constructed pyramids uh, underground flowing water can carry a charge build up a charge in certain areas that can migrate to the surface along faults and fissures and in some cases they they escape as basically uh, balls of charge <laughs> right and this was when i was like stop talking stop yeah talking, i was like please. oh wanna- no uh, have you like, believe now you can't really yeah. joke about i mean i get it he might be scientifically accurate but 
don't call them balls of char. Like, I don't know. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, like, we want to believe you about the Sphinx. This is hurting you. Yeah. He was out there shooting a uh, Geico commercial. Right, um, right, right. <laughs> um, I really and, saved a lot, 15% or whatever. <laughs> uh, and and uh, and then, you know, Sooks and the boys, they make the leap that those balls of charge could be creating the portals for UFOs to go in. And I'm like, okay, See. so now... Like I, I would much rather believe that the fucking the 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 dimensions are just fucking thinner there because of the electromagnetic stuff. Not that the pump underneath the natural water flow underneath is now creating balls of charge that open a portal. That like it's like guys, we would be able to measure that. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, yeah. So um, next segment has a a, a very robotic Sooks because of course his segues are very bad. He's like. Uh, William, you went up to Mount Shasta very recently. Can you tell us about your experience and what you learned? Uh, and then, you know, Henry's all like, William's all, oh, absolutely mind blowing. Just like all fucking flexing that he was out there. And uh, so he he met with Dustin uh, Nueff or Neff or whatever, the author. And Childress, like, once again, like, <laughs> inserts his comment as if he's going to get interrupted. He's like, oh, I've, I've read his books. <laughs> like, no, like, I know like, he is. Yeah, flexing. Oh, I'm familiar with Neff, uh, Neff's work. But um, uh, Medallion Man continues to repeat that giants and star people and UFOs have been seen at the mountain billions of times. Uh, the timestamp is November 2020, and Medallion Man's on location. He's parking a big black Suburban uh, in the parking lot of a library. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming this is a campus of some sort, or maybe it's like a, I don't know, a nature center. But there are like thousands of books in this fucking library, so I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. think it was a school or public ri- library. But um, also, did you notice that... Uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Dustin Nueff has a wristband on, like he was in a brewery. I'm, I'm guessing it was like, oh, we did a COVID test, and he has this to come in the library cleared or something. Or something. Do, but, yeah, uh, yeah, orange, orange wristband. Hmm. Um, as soon as they sit down in the library, Medallion Man opens up with a very fucking huge weird question. Uh, hey, Dustin, uh, do you think we can tie the light beings of Mount Shasta to the light beings of Mu and Lemuria? And I'm like, <laughs> I've not talked about Lemuria once in this episode. You yeah, can't just yeah. open up. <laughs> yeah, because when they kept saying that, I'm like, is he talking about magic cards? Because I feel like Lemuria is a magic card. And I'm like, I mean, the they've talked happening? about Lemuria before. Lemuria is like the yeah. rival to Atlantis, right? It was a, right. it a was lost a, continent or something. Yeah, north of the Hawaiian Islands and a, and a big lost continent. But still, uh, supposedly when Lemuria's like the, the great cataclysm happened, likely the younger Dryas period, you know, cataclysm happened. Uh, the escapees, the few that escaped from Lemuria supposedly hold up in Mount Shasta. But I'm like, dude, that's a far boat ride and climb. I, I don't know. It's like, I mean, unless, unless they already knew Mount Shasta was a power place that they already had a connection to or something, I guess. But you think right. you would just like escape to the nearest coastline or something, but you know, who knows? I wasn't there. So, well, maybe it's flooding and that's a point oh, they can get to. Right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe the, the sea levels were higher and it was, you know, the ocean was up to the fucking coast of Shasta. I don't know, but, um, cause is Shasta pretty far inland or is it like, is it like central Northern California or is it more to the West? I want to say it's pretty central. Could you drive pa- right. past it's it? It's Sierra Nevada. Right? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's like literally the border of Oregon oh, got and, got um, California. Sierra Nevada's end in California, in Nevada. right? Oh, in Nevada. Well, California, um, Nevada. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Oh, on the other side of Reno and shit, like Tahoe and shit. That's yeah, I feel like that's where it tapers down. Like it builds up down in San Diego. Right, right, right. 
and I feel like it tapers off. It's like that big shape, like on the whole right side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is only like San Francisco, which even though San Francisco is quote unquote, NorCal, it's actually physically central California. So yeah, this is a good ways up from there. Got it. Okay. Um, Bleh. Oh, uh, Dustin Nueff has some major pedophile energy here, too. Like, he's on TV, but he refuses to speak any faster <laughs> than hmm. than he does on the show. But um, and very he just has that very, you know, oh, yeah, like the people there, you know, they've they've seen people walk into a wall and just disappear. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, boy, uh, you've made quite a mess. Uh, a mess. He shows me an man. ecto mess. <laughs> Speaking of pedophiles, he pulls out some photographs he would like Medallion Man to see. Uh, I was kind of confused here, but the he's showing him some glyphs that a guy named J.C. Brown, who was a researcher in the early 1900s, uh, he found these carvings and and had some weird experiences. In the 40s, he wanted to go back with a crew of other researchers to, like, you know, dig deeper into the mountain. And the next day before he was supposed to go back with his, with his party, <coughs> excuse me, he mysteriously vanishes. So another strange disappearance that has never been solved. Uh, they head to Pluto's cave. Um, Mickey's is the bigger cave right next to it. Um, it's like the doghouse for Pluto here. See. And um, uh, they, they head in there, huge cave, beautiful, beautiful footage here. They're very into the big uh, eye-shaped opening. like a Oh, it's like a skylight up there, you know. Oh, this is oh, why yeah. you don't need air conditioning. You got the cross breeze. You know, you got the ocean here. Um, Gosh, nice. That's a, that's a medallion man in Pino's cave. I was going to say um, it's not a Pino-y. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, because he lived, you know, six miles from the beach. So, of course, he justified that he was too cheap to get air conditioning, that he just had all the windows open all the time in his house. Because you got the cross breeze. You got the cross breeze. I don't need air conditioning. What do I need oh, for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got I a don't fan. Those here in California. I got a fan. I sleep on top of my covers because it's too fucking hmm. hot. But uh, you know, and, and I got the pool. I just go dump in the pool. Jump in the pool. <laughs> I just go take a dump in the pool if I got the pool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is where they sh- they uh, uh, give you a little Wikipedia on what uh, lava tubes are. There's uh, definitely some cool footage here with Medallion Man and, and uh, Neff in the lava tube, um, and and apparently there is a race of humans that look just like us that come out, uh, go in and out of secret portals in those caves. So they, again, but they don't go really much deeper into it. It's like, like you think medallion may be like, Oh, well, who are they? Are they the Lemurians? Are they the, are they just another dimensional being? Are they aliens? Like what? But, uh, Neff just goes, Oh yeah. I mean, they look just like us. So that's, that's how they can just go in and out of the mountain so easily. You know, they, they just blend right in. And I'm like, are they going out of the mountain and then driving, to a populated area are they going camping like what are they fucking doing while they're out of the cave so um just kind of gloss over it um oh they talk about a guy named guy so now they're just kind of listing intermittently with the pyramid stuff and them in the cave and everything with like and here's some other interesting people that have had weird experiences in the area so a guy named guy ballard who i think was an occultist or something uh, he met what he called an ascended master, this kind of shining, glowing being who shared the world's, you know, deep knowledge, ex- existential knowledge with him. This is kind of like Aleister Crowley with the guy Lamb, um, who, uh, you know, looks like a gray alien that he drew that was like basically like in the occult world. I read this in the Secret Cipher of the Euphonauts. The ascended masters are kind of like the Watchers, like in Marvel comics or like they're they're just this kind of like 
uh, very ancient, maybe even pre-universe uh, consciousnesses. There are like 12 of them, and they basically keep they keep everything kind of in balance. They're not mm-hmm. really nice. They're not really benevolent. They're not really malevolent. They are just there to kind of nudge things or show thing how they are, but they're just kind of right. a, a, a very stoic energy. They, they, they're, they're like made of the universe and are there to like keep it going and keep the destiny of the universe happening. Right. Yes. All so, the balances. Um, and so then they, they kind of link this to like uh, the Tuatha Dei Danann in uh, Celtic lore because they were known to be very shining people the anunnaki you know shining knowledge givers the anunnaki were shining knowledge givers which i don't think they've ever said that before uh moses who was you know part nephilim was you know very was always known to be very shining that he was shining brightly when he came down from mount sinai yada 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 um so could be a link there but again kind of weird with this episode uh now they're talking about how uh they have brandon you know brandenburg you know talking about how electromagnetically charged areas can actually open portals in space time. And I'm like, okay, can we go into that? Like, yeah. How, if we can theoretically know that, why aren't we trying it? You know? And so, uh, cause that's like the whole fucking to the stars Academy. They're trying to figure out like, how are they creating gravity wells and wormholes and all this kind of shit, this exact stuff. Uh, this is turning into a fucking ghost adventures episode too. Cause medallion <laughs> has a tri field meter out which is like an electromagnetic and temperature meter so uh, right. i guess that's the three things it's checking but um uh he it has like a very tiny spike in one spot and and i get it like at the david omen house i felt weird spots where if i had a i'm sure if i had a meter i would have felt you know weird uh, dips or spikes or something but yeah uh, we had other equipment but uh he's like oh i'm he's like oh i'm feeling it and i can see it on here and they just kind of gloss over and it's kind of lame um and uh they completely abandoned that whole thing of like i was like oh maybe they're going to investigate now and like whatever it's like nope they just go back to the conference table again and they are talking about how psychic and paranormal phenomena happens in these places with strange electromagnetic gravitational you know portals vortexes things like that vortices things like that this is where they go into the fucking churning water underneath uh and and they keep keep doubling down that this has created an interdimensional portal. I'm like, okay, we get it. Uh, goes, so did you come to any conclusions like on his trip? Did he come or what? And I wrote CUM has come, of course. Yeah. Uh, and Medallion Man, of course, gives us the supremely unsatisfying opinion. Like, have an opinion. He just go, he goes, you know, I don't really have any conclusions, but I have a new beginning. And I'm like, okay, thank you. And then uh, the, I mean, the episode's almost over at this point. Sukes goes, you know, that's what really intrigues me about Mount Shasta are the questions. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, and I, I'm like, it's cool that that Sukes and the gang are even open to not just being aliens, guys, but saying, hey, let's talk about high strangeness and stuff. But uh, you know, when you're listening to fucking, you know, Bigfoot Collectors Club three, four, five times a week, you're getting. You, you, this, you know is kinda, this is kind of kindergarten shit for me. Old hat. Yeah. Um, it is crazy when you reach when you're binging a podcast in, that's been in recent years and you reach the point where the pandemic is happening mm. and like when they switch to full remote Listening recording that, and all that yeah, stuff that too, unfolding. Always very interesting, but because um, it's like before that, 
there's just this as the listener you're like oh god there's just this looming it's like coming, well, yeah hey we're all in this cool fucking studio we set up we love hanging out here it's like oh god you guys are gonna <laughs> yeah be recording i don't know it's kind of weird we'll see you know it's gonna be only a couple weeks they yeah, say yes exactly that kind of hey let's ride this out hopefully it'll be yeah. cool and whatever uh, i couldn't find anything yeah. i'm kind of starving uh can't wipe my ass without yeah. boxers yeah <laughs> i'm joey from the future yeah hey it's kind of weird <laughs> there was a portal a in that porta potty <laughs> you know there's three people outside always watching the watchers yeah, exactly. you know waiting for the potty to <laughs> come out Ugh, uh yeah the, the the dude's name was l lamb <laughs> or <See>. los <laughs> senior lamb. exactly uh, <laughs> exactly. uh <laughs> exactly uh <laughs> a little bit of slur there yeah um childress uh says uh once again and you really have all these stories and legends coming out of that mountain. And it's like, okay, thanks again. Uh, Suk says, this has been a, f- well, this has been a fascinating conversation, gentlemen. This is what science and, oh yeah, here's what it is. This is what science and the ancient astronaut theory is all about. The investigation. <laughs> okay. Okay. No. Like, all right. Um, of every investigation of um but yeah that's uh that's uh the mystery of mount shasta not not a bad subject at all but i was having a lot of trouble like the pacing was very bad the pacing of the subject matter was bad Mm -hmm. uh the pyramid stuff really because i I mean i was shocked like when i look at my notes i was like oh that was halfway through the episode not even the third act it was like right oh boy so um very boring that that stuff i mean because it doesn't need i don't need to know necessarily the uh flesh and bolts mechanic of how the portal is there you know like right it's enough it's enough for me to go hey this is on a fucking ley line and it's enough for me that thousands and thousands of people have seen things and experienced things there right so it's like that's enough i don't need to know i mean i would like to know yes but i don't fucking care like i don't need to talk about the pyramids of giza ever fucking again in my fucking entire life so right um but uh yeah other than that uh oh i guess i should hold on hold you on, can do hold the on. outro do here it. hold on i'll jib and jab and jive oh, and oh, jew oh. and uh oh yeah audio our uh, voices Oh, oh, I did, did it. it. There we go. Uh, yeah, we uh, we uh, we uh, we, uh, we uh, like to come. We like fun, and we like to beat bums. No, uh, the next episode is uh, the human experiment. Ooh, sounds like a little hot buns action there. Oh boy! Um, but uh, we'll that should be Monday, I think. I'm assuming. If Monday, yeah, I'm assuming Monday should be an issue. While Steve is on his pre-wedding lockdown for these next couple of weeks, and uh, you can we'll grind out some Patreons. Yeah, what's that? I said we'll grind out some Patreons. Oh, yes, exactly, exactly that, too. Yeah, there's going to be some Patreon episodes over at patreon.com slash Probing Ancient Aliens. Uh, Black Hole Supply Company, head over there for Probing Ancient Aliens merch, Disc Golf This and Disc Golf Apparel with exclusive art by our friends. And uh, follow us on Twitter at Probing Aliens and on Instagram at Probing Ancient Aliens. And other than that, we will go come in a portal in Pluto's cave. Hell. Bye. Bye.